to the Momnificent Podcast. This is the place where we help parents live a happy, healthy life with their kids. We're going to show you how to connect with your child and help them even in their most difficult moments as we hear from experts in the field. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Jakubowski, an international speaker, public school principal, and former struggling student. The Momnificent Podcast equips parents with science-based strategies to help you live a happy, healthy life with your kids. Welcome. Well, I'm excited to have Bill Meyer joining us today. He is the author of two adventure chapter books for kids. He's also written two picture books for kids that lead them through a guided breathing meditation. I actually use them in my mindfulness lessons with kids right now. He's also published a guide for meditation in the classroom called Three Breaths and Begin. He holds degrees from Dartmouth, Harvard, and has a PhD from NYU in education. And he, like I said, he recently, um, I used one of his books in my mindfulness lessons with kids. And then I invited him on and he actually led us in a live guided meditation. But the kids absolutely loved it. So Bill, you totally made our day. And thanks for coming today and joining us. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm super excited to be able to, to lead a meditation. Uh, is it okay if I share my screen? Okay, great. There we go. You guys can see it okay? All right, yeah. awesome. That way you don't you don't have to stare at me the whole time, which is probably much much more pleasant for everyone involved. So, yeah, I'm really excited to be able to um, you know offer a, a little meditation this morning or wherever and whenever you find it. Um, I'll just give a, a short introduction into the practice and then talk a little bit more about the ways. You might want to build your own practice, maybe share that with other students, teachers, children. And then the, la the last piece, whoops, just popped out of here. Um, the last piece that I'll offer too is I'll be sort of explicit about how I'm going to lead the guided meditation. And so if that's something you feel comfortable with, you'll have those tools going forward. So quick backstory. Um, you know, I was introduced to meditation when I was like, I think around sometime in middle school. So 12, 13, somewhere in that space. And really my own interest, um, I think was curiosity, but also just the challenges of falling asleep at night, just challenges with anxiety from school, just working all day, using my mind in one way and not, and not being able to turn it off. So when I did discover meditation sort of by chance in a book at the library, but then also through the guidance of my uncle who introduced me to a monk uh, as a Zen monk in Detroit, had really a profound impact on my life and my work and just how I came to understand my place in the world. And I think all of those things form the person I, may, I am, but also why I'm such a huge advocate of finding some type of reflective practice in your life. And if it is a formal meditation practice, awesome. But if it's just as simple as like, uh, you know, you go for walks in the evening or you unplug your phone in the mornings or you drive to work uh, without the radio, whatever that is, more than anything in this moment uh, in our world and our history, finding opportunities for space and stillness uh, is just 
hugely valuable. And I would say the biggest reason I think it's so important to start to find the stillness. And I heard this quote the other day, it's, you know, we hear with our ears, but we listen with our hearts. And um, unless you're able to nurture that inner stillness, it's really difficult to, you know, listen with your heart to sort of know what's true for you, um, to know how to best be of service to others. And I think for me, meditation has really offered the doorway into that space. It's not the end game. Uh, it's just part of the journey. Uh, but I know that there's so many other tools and creative practices and opportunities that connect children and adults with nature that serve the same purpose. And so I would encourage you to find what resonates, find what excites, find what stills and, and just keep at it and return and return and return. So uh, I'm going to share with you uh, a guided meditation, which is pretty cool. I, the first book that I wrote related to meditation was Three Breaths and Begin, and that came out in 2019. And I actually just led a, a, a book study with some teachers around it. It's a great, a great tool for just an introduction into how to lead meditations, how to think about meditations within schools or as a parent. Um, and it's really invaluable. But I then from that book wrote Big Breath and Healing Breath which are essentially stories which are guided meditations. And the cool thing about that is, and one, someone I was with the other day said this to me, you know, when I, when I read Big Breath um, to my son at night, I feel like I'm getting the benefits of the meditation, not just my, my son. And I think that's true of any really authentic practice. You know, in the act of healing another, we ourselves are healed. And I find in the case of meditation in sharing this practice with others, I know for me, it's so deepened my own practice and my own work. And uh, I, I would not be at the place I am today had it not been for a group of students over a decade ago asking me to participate uh, in their meditation club, and then eventually asking me to actually start to lead those meditations. So I owe them so much, but I know in sharing, we actually benefit. And so that's what that's what's pretty cool about these practices. So the practice of a meditation. Now, I'm going to lead us in a meditation in a moment. And I would think about the meditation sort of in three parts. And this is important to think about because You've got to go into meditation from a place where you feel comfortable, like your comfort foregrounds the entire experience. So if you are not comfortable with whatever practice you're sharing or you're engaging in, one, you'll never be able to go to those deeper places. But two, if you do decide to share this with students or your children, whatever that may be, it, it will always be a barrier. They'll, they'll sense us, uh, some dissonance within and your voice. So when I lead meditations, the first part, as you'll see in a few moments, is the breath. Always start with the breath. And for some people, that's all you need, really. I mean, uh, I, I remember a yoga teacher after my, my first book came out saying, three breaths, that's it. That is a meditation. And it's true. Like at any point, if you stop and just take three breaths, that's a meditation. 
So I always start with the breath. The second thing I do is I go into the body. You know, there's that great book, The Body Keeps the Score, or another, another expression, in and through the body, right? So you want to go into the body, sort of take a temperature check of where you are physically, what you're holding, sometimes those emotions, those experiences over the course of the day that you accumulate, they accumulate in our physical body, not just within our minds, right, or our emotional being. And then the last thing I'm going to do, and, and you'll see this in the meditation we're about to engage in, is get into visuals and imagery. And these are deeper waters, so you should choose to go into them when you're, when you're comfortable. But as you go into visualization and imagery for yourself or for another or for a younger participant, my suggestion and sort of my bumper sticker here would be keep it simple. Right? Keep the images simple and you'll be amazed at what simplicity allows uh, participants to access and activate. So, for example, if you want to engage them in the heart, you might use imagery of like a candle. You might use imagery of a flower. Or if you're looking at the mind or the emotions, maybe you connect to the clouds and the sky. So very simple imagery often can allow, especially younger uh, participants and, and meditators, the capacity to access, I would say, knowings or understandings of things within their own lives and articulate those in a way that they wouldn't if you just said to a student or a child, like, how are you doing? So if you, if you actually ask them to visualize, hey, how does the candle look? You know, is it tired? Has it been burning for a while? Uh, is the flame strong? Is it weak? All of those things are really powerful ways to get an idea of the inner landscape of our being. And that's why I think it's a, it's a great tool. And, and the visual piece is the last thing that I would get into. That all being said, let's, uh, let's do a meditation. So I'm not going to stand up because I have my earbuds in, <laughs> but the first thing I would do, especially with the younger audience, is I would do a little stretch. So I might, I always like to rub my hands together. I always get the group to stand up after the circle's been formed. I might do a little stretch and I could do this in my chair. Probably so could you. Just a little turn to the right, turn to the left. Maybe you look up. Maybe you look down and you just let yourself just sort of find a center. And that's so important, just sort of finding your center uh, wherever and whatever that may be. You know, I like to put my feet on the ground, especially if we're meditating in a group. I try to keep myself open, maybe my hands soft and on my lap. And when we get, begin this meditation, I am going to close my eyes. I'd invite you to close your eyes, but obviously you do what feels most comfortable. So once the body is sort of set and in place, I would then find a spot maybe three or four feet in front of you. And then I would take a deep breath in. And as I exhale, I would just close my eyes. So I would just invite you to take a few big breaths, filling up your lungs feeling your shoulders rise, and then slow, long exhale, just letting everything relax and release. And then like a wave, you take another big breath in, 
Feel the whole body open, expand, rise, and then as you exhale, just let it all go. Nice and long, nice and slow. One more time together, big, big breath in, maybe the biggest breath of the day. Hold it at the top for a moment. Feel the expansion, the openness, and then very slowly exhaling the entire breath from the bottom to the top. And then for a moment, notice that pause at the end of the breath. And then effortlessly let your next breath begin. And now as you begin to deepen into this meditation, let's just watch the breath for a moment. Rather than necessarily controlling the breath, just try to be an observer. I like to imagine the breath as like a wave. So as you breathe in, that wave comes up to the shore, maybe right up to the toes, bottoms of your feet. And then as you exhale, the breath goes back out to the ocean, letting it go, completely emptying. And then effortlessly, just being that observer, watching as the breath comes back, just like those waves, comes in, rises up, surrounds the feet, Exhale, goes back out into the ocean, and you let go. And as you can continue to watch the breath, you might know that your breath, or notice that your breath begins to slow a little bit. Maybe it becomes even a little longer, a little deeper. And as the breath deepens, you can feel yourself begin to settle into your body, settle into this space. And just let your whole nervous system just sort of relax, reset, release. At least for these few moments, just be with the breath be with the body, be with the moment. Now, if we go with that image of being on the beach, you can still let the waves come up. You can still let the breath go out. But you also might start to notice your thoughts are more active as your breath begins to deepen and slow. And maybe it's just one or two thoughts that are particularly heavy, very present in your mind in this moment. And I would invite you on this next breath, imagine you could look out over those waves, over that water, you could see the clouds in the sky. See if you could find one cloud in the sky to 
represent your thought, to represent that feeling, whatever it is that's persistent. As you take the next breath, imagine you could see that cloud, you could feel it. And as you exhale, like a big gust of wind comes across the sky and just moves it out of the way. And you can do this for your next thought. Maybe there's another one that's been on your mind and present, sticky. Imagine you can see that thought, feel that thought. And as you take another breath in, it's just like another big gust of wind comes right over your shoulder, sends that cloud off to the horizon. And you can do this for as many thoughts as you would like. And maybe there are some you don't even want to consciously think about, but you just let that big breath move it across the sky as you exhale. Let all those clouds start to clear, start to feel a little more warmth, a little more sunshine, maybe a little more blue in that sky of your mind. And if there's one or two things, you're just like, I can't get that out of my head. Can't let go of that. Just set it to the side. Put it in the sand like a shell or an object or a stick. We'll come back to it later, but at least for now, you've named it. You've given it form. You've been able to put it aside. And as the mind opens, and as the sky clears, we'll take this next deep breath and we'll just go into our bodies. So as you breathe in now, let's go through the body into the neck, the shoulders, a place we often carry tension, stress. And just breathe in and imagine the breath going down into those spaces like a cool liquid, softening, releasing, and relaxing. Just melting away whatever stickiness or heaviness you find in those places. And almost effortlessly, as the breath deepens, you feel the next wave of breath now go not just into the shoulders, but down your arms, through your wrists, the palms of your hands, maybe even your fingertips as a tingling sensation. And as you bring your breath and your awareness for a moment to your hands and your fingers, just let them completely soften, let them totally relax. There's nothing to hold on to at this moment. You can almost imagine yourself not just releasing the grip, physical grip in your hands, but releasing the hold on anything you have been carrying emotionally, energetically, maybe something that someone else is, just let it go. Release it into that sand, into that water. And as you come back to your breath, that wave of breath, feel it now go deeper down, 
right through the center of your being, maybe checking in with your heart, checking in with your core, any stickiness, any heaviness, just let the breath wash it away. And on the exhale, just release it. And it seems almost intuitive, but the next breath knows, goes down through your spine, all the way down into your legs, your knees, your shins, your ankles, tops of your feet, the bottom of your feet, and bring your breath and your attention all the way down to the bottom of your feet. Almost imagine your feet just sinking into the sand. For a moment, just pausing on all the places your feet have taken you today, this week, acknowledging and honoring your legs for supporting you, helping you stand strong and firm, and then take a deep breath and just let all of that go. It's almost like on the exhale, your feet and your legs just become sand, just dissolving into the space. And that brings you back to your center, back to your breath, the waves, the sky. And for this last part, I'm going to invite you to take another deep breath. And this time, follow that breath right into your heart center. Well, we passed through this space before. I invite you to pause here now. Maybe feeling it first physically. Or imagining you can feel it physically. Opening and closing, expanding and contracting. but I want you to go even deeper. And this, I would invite you to go back to that space on the beach. Imagine you can feel that heart space. You can feel your feet in the sand and it's almost like you can feel the sun, not just on your skin, but in the center of your chest. And as you take your next breath, I want you to imagine whatever size that sun is, and maybe it's an orange, maybe it's a grape, maybe it's a pin. As you breathe in, it expands. As you take another breath in, it expands to fill not just your heart space, but your chest and your lungs. As you breathe in again, it begins to fill your shoulders and your arms. You feel it moving down your legs. Breathe in even more deeply. It rises up through your neck, your jaw, your brow, right out the crown of your head and down through the bottom of your feet. you breathe in one more deep breath, it's like you are surrounded by this orb of bright, bright light. 
all the worries, all the energy, all the doubts that surrounded you or behind you, in front of you, it's like they all just melt away within this light. They fall away, they go away, disappear. And I would invite you to invite maybe one other person in your life to use this light to enter this orb with you. Very generous, very intimate act, a very healing one for them. Maybe they are not able in this moment to connect to their own heart, their own light, so you can offer yours almost like an umbrella and share it with them. And then I want you to take another breath and you can let them go. Another breath and you can begin to draw in that light back into your heart. Another breath and you can let go of that beach, that horizon, that sky. Another breath and still with your eyes closed, you can find yourself where you first were when you began this meditation. Your house, your classroom, outside, whatever it is. And still with your eyes closed, just come back and check in with your body. How does it feel at this moment? What do you feel? Check in with your mind, your thoughts, where they're at. And also check in with your heart. The deep center of wisdom and knowing. And then when you're ready, but only when you're ready, you'll take one more deep breath. You can wiggle your toes and your fingers and you can gently open your eyes. So thank you so much. I mean, you, you, it's, uh, you know, always a great idea too. after you meditate, whether it's you, you do it privately or with, if you're leading a group, just to take a few minutes to sort of reflect and integrate and, uh, you know, collect your thoughts because there can be so much that arises in that moment. But I hope I hope that was valuable. I hope you enjoyed it. And thank you. That was, that was, that was awesome. Hey there, it's Karn. I hope that you're enjoying the show. And by the way, if you're a mom who wants to learn how to help your child when they're struggling behaviorally or facing challenges in school, get started today by getting my free short video course, Three Steps to Happy Healthy Kids at www.educationalimpactacademy.com forward slash free video. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in learning how to have a happy, healthy life with your kids. So head on over to www.educationalimpactacademy.com forward slash free video and grab your free gift today. 
Well, that's all we've got for this episode of the Momnificent Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be honored if you would subscribe and rate if you really liked it. I know wherever you're listening right now, it might not be the best time to leave a comment, but feel free to leave a question, a review, or a comment at any time. And until next time, remember, don't worry, be happy.